If if you had an alter ego, what would it what would it be? Um, and maybe you do have an alter ego. I don't know. I think it would uh, probably be superhero. Like a superhero. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What kind of superhero? What what powers would you have? I want to fly. I'm I'm nice. really I'm not a big fan of uh, all the not flying. Transport. It's very slow and unreliable. I want to fly. Mm-hmm. Supersonic or just like casual? Casual, like gliding. Ah, nice. Nice. If you had a superhero power, what would it be? You might already have one. That is a very very difficult question because I think um, whatever goes up must come down. Except Tenny. Everything is a gift and a curse, so whatever I wish for, I'd probably regret. Or what about freezing time so that you could enter a bank vault, steal it all, and then leave? You wouldn't regret that because you wouldn't hurt anybody. It'd be brilliant. True, true. See? So there Time. are some things that you wouldn't, wouldn't. What about you? My superhero? I yeah. think I kind of want to. I, I, have you guys seen uh, Teen Titans Go? Yeah. yeah no. So, you know, so Beast Boy. Beast, Beast Boy is this character from Teen Titans Go, and he can turn into animals. And I'd like to be like that, except specifically with a rat. I want to be able to turn into a rat. They call me Rat Boy at school, and I really think that. That's um, not very nice. Uh, well, it's. I think of it. I, I think it's more endearing oh, than anything. So, like Splinter. Yes. Like you're a ninja. Well, I mean, the thing the thing about um, Splinter is that he's 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 bipedal, right? He kind of he's got he's upright. I don't know what that I word would, means. He he stands on he stands on two legs. Okay. Uh-huh. I would I would more be on all fours, kind of scuttling around. I think that would really save time in a lot of aspects of my life. And do you want to fly as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe wings. <laughs> So a winged flying rat. Yeah. Okay. That's my alter ego. <laughs> what about yours? I, I I think this is something just the whole DC versus Marvel universe thing that we could we could get into at some point. Right. Um. I know it's got nothing to do with school, but it 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 is about role models and and leadership. It's about belonging and teams. It's about belonging and belonging, and that's why Batman is by far the best. Huh? Well, because he's a regular man. No, he is. No, he's a, he he's a multi-billionaire. He's not a regular man. <laughs> Just a regular. He has no collared guy. <laughs> all right, with large amounts of trauma. Tra- yeah, that's true. Is the trauma? Well, we all have trauma, don't we? We all have a yeah, little bit of trauma. The idea that we fix our trauma, not become like a traumatized superhero. Well, I'm sticking it, with Batman. I'm sorry. I find <laughs> it very interesting because there, are, there are generally two ways how people deal with trauma. It's I've suffered, and I don't want others to suffer, so mm-hmm. I'm going to do something about it. Nice. And the other one is, I suffered, so you have to suffer as well. See, no, that's why I think Batman does. I, re- I, re- I find it very interesting because what differentiates one from the other. You're right. You're right. This is why we have Alex on the show. Right. Because he brings some, uh, some intellect to the conversation. Oh, finally. Finally. So, uh, We are on season two, episode four, people. Episode four, season two. Oh boy, this is exciting! Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the Fizzcast. Uh, today, uh, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. This episode is going to be a little bit more focused around music uh, and just genuine, generally, just uh, being artistic and creative. Hello, we're here though. Aren't we? We're still here. We we weren't completely canceled and banished uh, outside of the outside, it's getting, it's outside of the room. Way, though, isn't it? Seems like his Carson seems pretty comfortable here. <laughs> I think he's, he's t- you know he's telling us where to sit and right. like 
Yeah, yeah. Giving us all kinds of pointers and tips. Right? And this is his second show. I like know. he did one. I know. And now he's back. It's like the CEO of the Fiscast now. A little bit. It's little moving bit. up a little quick. Carson, introduce your team. You've got a team with you, haven't you? Yeah. So uh, here we have Alex. Um, he's with the music program. Um, Alex, I don't know. Tell us something about yourself. My name is Alex and I like creating stuff. Wow. <laughs> and then we also have Tenny here. Hello, hello. Good morning. Uh, my name's Tanya. I like uh, writing music. I like playing sports. And I'm really happy to be here today. Awesome. So what do you guys love about music? Uh, I think music is a really great way to express emotions, to convey them properly. I feel like uh, human, like, like language that we use uh, when we speak to each other uh, doesn't have enough words to convey the, the nuances uh, within uh, the infinite feelings that we feel as humans. And I think that any art form, and especially music, is a great way to convey that. Yeah, I think, uh, I think music really helps you express yourself and helps you just kind of feel safe and relaxed in your own kind of like environment. Mm. Because, I mean, after a long day, after a tired, stressful day, you could get home, put on some headphones, and you feel at peace. And it's like the bad thing never happened. Mm. Yeah, I feel that. Do you think that, um, you know, and... The reason why Mr. H and I are here is to kind of bring you back every time you kind of wander off and you haven't wandered off yet, which is great. And um, although we do have the buzzer in case we do, can you press the buzzer for us, Tony? No, no. <laughs> there you go. There you go. First time, don't worry. Um, so if you do go off topic, you feel free to press that buzzer. But I think what's really key is that, um, you know, music, as you said, is this creative tool, but it also helps us belong to a particular kind of uh, a group or it might just, as you said, like make me feel content with the family that I have around me, whether that be your friends, whether that be the family of music lovers. So I think as a school, we have that value of belonging. And I think music throughout today's session, we can always think about like, how does music make me belong to something? And how do I, how do I live that through the school? Like how, how do I belong to a, a group of people that are in this school? Is that because of our musical tastes or are we all just different? And, and we kind of get on with that. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I also, I mean, I think most of us here are in some way musicians, whether it's playing instruments or creating music on our own. I think creativity is such an important part too, where we can sort of take part of parts of our identity, uh, take some of the culture that we've even just gotten from being here in Germany at the FIST, and we can express ourselves through that creative process. And we have, we have students here today that are extremely creative uh, and have, you know, made incredible music. We wanted to uh, talk about a couple of tracks and to kind of ease us in to, uh, to talking about some student music. Um, we've got, who do we have to listen to? Uh, yeah, so here we have a song by Travis Scott. This was on his new album, Utopia, which I believe was released in July um, or August, I don't know. Uh, and yeah, I just, I really like it. I want to talk about it a bit. Legit lo-fi beats, huh? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, first off, what I really love about this song is the way it's mixed. Because the first, I don't know, 10, 20 times I listened to it, uh, I, I didn't notice half of the instruments that, that he includes. 
And although uh, this version uh, doesn't have the vocals, um, I, I like how Travis Scott really mixes with his vocals in mind. Like, for example, sure, you have the, the strings, which are kind of, they're, they're in the forefront, but then they're also like, they're separated uh, right from left so that it sounds kind of far away. But then you also have piano in the background playing chords, but, but it's kind of masked by everything else that, that's playing. And so you don't really notice it until you, you kind of try and pay attention to it intentionally. Do you think that's something that you um, have gained as a skill, that ability to be able to listen to the depth of music and the types of instruments through studying music? Or like, if you didn't study music, would you do that anyway? Um, I think studying music has definitely uh, made me a lot more analytical about every single song I listen to. I mean, so before I joined the music program, I was playing the drums. So, of course, I would pay attention to a lot of rhythmic stuff and the drums of a song. But now it's it's much broader. But I, I always like... I'm always analyzing every song I listen to. It's almost like a, like a curse. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. And I was going to ask you, like, at what point does that, where you are really deconstructing all the time, does it get in the way of the appreciation? I mean, just from a personal experience, I took film in university. And after taking that film class, I had a lot of, a very difficult time watching movies and TV shows because I was seeing all the corners that were being cut and how things weren't done well and just analyzing rather than enjoying. Um, yeah, I think... It doesn't, it doesn't happen very often that I just can't listen to a song outright, but it, it does happen sometimes. Like Modern Jam, on the same album as this song we looked at, is horrible. It sounds so goofy that the, the choices of all the sounds are just horrible, and I just I can't listen to it. I skip it every time. It's not on any of my playlists. Uh, what do you think, Tony? Uh, I mean, I'll be honest. I'm more, I usually analyze the lyrics of songs, but I do think Travis Scott, he's got a very special talent of the way he can make make different songs like kind of hit you in a different way. And I feel like, like like many other artists of our generation, he, he has that aspect of having like different varieties of like genres, I guess, that he can perform. Mm, yeah. And I feel like on this song, on this album, Utopia, I feel like he, I mean, he led in a very similar direction for the majority of the songs, but I feel like they're all like different and unique in their own way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uses he implements the use of subgenres very well within his kind of psychedelic trap genre. How about you, Alex? Do you find yourself overanalyzing songs at all? I wouldn't say it's overanalyzing. I think once you are associated with the craft of the art that you're enjoying, you you open doors to like a deeper appreciation. You really see the intention behind it, or even the happy accidents. And you get inspired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you mentioned uh, trap because the first thing I wrote down while sitting there was trap beat. Um, does that occur throughout that whole album? Uh, yeah, but he definitely, he mixes up really well. Uh, like he has one, one kind of South American sounding beat. Uh, it's, it's called K-pop, but it's not K-pop. Uh, it's, uh, the rhythms are South American, but the, the, the like the actual sounds used remind me of Afrobeats almost a little bit. I don't know. Nice. Um, there was an, um, a grade ten uh, show recently, right? Yeah, yeah. The concert. Do you want to talk about that, Tenny? Yeah, like I said, I um, I had Volvo practice before that. I got there around halfway through, and I I really enjoy myself. Uh, the first three songs I listened to, well, talk about pieces that were performing. It was it was actually really good. I feel like. Uh, the performance from Anne, Isaiah, and Austin. I feel like if I was at a concert and I saw those three go up, I'd be like, hmm, they're children. Interesting. But then after I'd listened to what they'd done, I'd be like, wow, 
these are like like they could be real serious artists. I feel like the fist has really like grown into this new. It's not new because I feel like we've always had talent in the music era, but these three new students who have joined us this year, they've really added to what the FIS has to offer when it comes mm-hmm. to music. And I thought it was really great that they, actually the students were the ones that were um, sort of running the show. Like Miss Lee, you know, she was there and obviously supportive, but I think it was really great that that was like super student-led. I mean, I remember, Alex, you did this last year and this year, right? I think you did. Did you do Creep last year? And what did you do this year? A Fond Farewell by Elliot Smith. Oh, yeah, that was good. And you've, you're going to talk a little bit about your own music. We did bring that along today. Didn't you? We have Alex, who who really specializes in uh, electronic composition and digital audio workstations like Ableton or FL Studio, even GarageBand, I guess, stuff like that. you to create that i have no idea blood coursing through my veins um i think every everything starts with an idea some some might think uh you wake up in the morning and then you have this complete idea for a song but it's actually quite opposite to that you get a sliver of something that's quite unexplainable and layer by layer you mold it into something that it is at the end so can you talk about that first inspiration? Like, did you just wake up one day and then you were like, okay, I've got this rhythm in my head or I've got this melody in my head. What, what was that first spark? Obviously you said it took a long time, but what was that first spark? Or can you remember what? It's thing? nothing tangible. It's nothing specific. It's a lot of things together. It's a... And is that, do you think there, what about if I was to employ you as um, someone that wanted to make a record for me, right? So I'm like a big record boss. And I forced you to create that. Would, would, would that be possible? Could you create a, a piece of music just like that? Or would you have to be like, no, I'm sorry, I need six months. I mean, uh, elaborate. What do you mean by just like that? Well, I'm going to pay you, right? I'm going to pay you a million dollars to make me a record next week. Could you do that on demand? Or would you, I mean, do of you course, require I, a process? I, everything requires a process, but of course I could craft something in a short amount of time. But then again, I cannot promise quality. I think I see, I really do see where Alex is coming from here. Because when, when I'm writing my music, I feel like it's not, it's not something you could do. You could tell me, hey, write a song right now about this. I feel like it's more of an experience that happens in my life. And I, it kind of resonates with me and it makes it almost easier to write about. So I feel like it's not, like if, yeah, if I was going to get paid a thousand bucks to have this finished by week, I could do it. But I feel like a million, ooh, that'd be a lot. A million. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could do it. It would be. It would be alright, but I feel like it wouldn't be it wouldn't be me. Because when I'm writing, I feel like I'm like like when Alex making music, I feel like I'm writing for me and not it's not like I'm producing for someone else. That's what makes good music good is should be a passion project. If it's not fun, then there's no point to it. I'm I feel quite lucky actually because Alex is in my he's in my advisory and one of I, I really like the kind of music he makes, and that's something that we've had kind of a connection with since the beginning. 
uh, of when he first joined was just exchanging some music ideas and stuff and uh, just not being the person who's creating but the person who's appreciating. I think it's completely different. There's like a different process that goes on where when you guys are talking about from the creation side and that was the first time I listened to that piece from Alex and I, I, I any time that he has his, his computer open and and I see that he's got that that the app that, that you use and I come and say, hey, you know, all right. and he just hands me the headphones and 30 seconds of listening to his music and I, I feel like I'm just sort of taken away, you know, and like from my, and, and just the emotions that are created by listening to the music. I like it's amazing. I really appreciate you making that and sharing. Um, but it's also interesting to hear how the artist, like the process they go through to create it and, and to be able to have those conversations with the people who appreciate it at the same time because they're different. There's different processes going on. Yeah. Thank you very much for your kind words. I think uh, one incentive I have to creating art is to try to attract the people that are like-minded. I think it's, I guess it's one way to just put myself out there. Well said. It's brave. I mean, it, you need to be a risk taker, don't you? You need to be brave to, to put I, yourself I out have there, a, right? an actual question for you, for you guys as well, because, uh, you know, I'm a PE teacher and I'm also a volleyball coach and we've got couple athletes here and uh and you guys are well even just academically one thing that you can do here at the school is you can listen to music while you're doing work um and we we have students who listen to music while we train for our teams um do you find that to be effective for you and why do you think that is why do you think it it helps you uh i feel like when you're listening to music i feel like during just during certain like parts of the practice or parts of the game or parts of your schoolwork, I feel like it affects you differently. Because, for example, if you're trying to read something, listening to music, it's not really going to help you read. But I feel like, first of all, personally, when I'm doing math problems and when I understand the math that I'm doing, the music is, is driving me and it's keeping me going. It's making me go faster. It's making me mm-hmm. enjoy mm-hmm. when I'm doing more. And I feel like the same goes when I'm practicing. I feel like the music, it's like, because I, I, like, I focus on the lyrics and I feel like the lyrics, like, string them together really like sometimes are uplifting and it helps me like get more you know energy and I feel I feel like I'm really like enjoying it and so sometimes like when I'm mm-hmm. when I'm playing sports I'm just singing the same song over and over in my head and it, it helps I feel like because it just it calms me down it makes me have a more like calm state of mind which helps me just focus on what I'm actually supposed to be doing more than for example some random coach on the sideline yelling at me so I feel like it helps it does help my performance <laughs> random coach. Yeah, some random right who's that not not Mr. H no <laughs> great coach <laughs> So, so message to teachers is listening to music is sometimes okay in class. In fact, most of the time it's okay. Unless, and I think it's that give and take, right? If, if you've got your headphones on and you're, um, you're studying and you're working and then you're not distracted, I think it doesn't take much to be like, okay, take those headphones off and, and concentrate. Um, we, you're sitting in front of a small uh, object, um, hairy little thing um, that, uh, I forget who brought that in. Mr. H, you brought that in. Dr. Brown. That's that's a, a wood elf, right? <laughs> anyway, every week so, we guess a new a new thing, what it is. Exactly, exactly. It's so very, please. it's so like cute and endearing, but also scary. <laughs> a little bit like Mr. H, really. Oh my yeah, one hundred percent. Right. Um. Anyway, so the, the each, except, each, for the except for the hair, it might be true. Actually, <laughs> all have long head of hair. <laughs> um. Once, uh, you know, every session we ask someone to bring in stuff and, and somebody, I don't know who it was, I think it, um, I don't remember who it was, they just brought a picture. Oh. Yeah, that was, that anyway. was the ep- ep- epic Miss Nimchik right. and her sidekick. So rather than the very cool objects from uh, Dr. Brown, 
Uh-huh. Now people have started bringing in pictures. So what what have you guys brought? I thought, today? <laughs> I'll be honest, I thought we were supposed to bring in a picture. See, that's how dangerous. I love this it though. Because like, now we have like a, like a, what do you call it? Like a scrap board? No. Yeah. What, what is that called? Yeah. Board. Yeah. Like a board with pictures on it? A yeah, picture board? Scrapbook, <laughs> but a board. I, I'd oh, say scrap scrapboard. Board. No, no, scrapbook, but it's not a book. It's a board. So I, scrapboard it is works. a scrapboard. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm trying. I'm on your side here, bro. I had to shut myself down there. All right. So, what, what, what's going up on the scrapboard? What did you bring? Uh, yeah. So here we have something that has been with me for a while. This is, it's very beat up. This is from an that. old project we did in Global Perspectives. Ooh, uh, this GP. is a carbon credit. It's meant to represent a carbon credit from a thought experiment we did. Um, so yeah, uh, feel free to... Um, so it's like an M- NFT or what? Does it have value? It's, well, it just means that you can, you can produce more CO2 uh, next year if you would like to. Oh, I see. So we can... We can, ah, so I've bought, I, can I buy this from you? And then you've planted a tree, for example. Uh, well, it's more so like um, we, uh, us three, have kind of reduced our, our CO2 emissions, you know? Uh-huh. I've stopped like putting gasoline in water bottles and then burning them like oil lamps. So that's kind of really... Because that's what you would do. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of like... Your thing. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. kind of what they know me by. I don't know. <laughs> as, well as, as well as being an injury rat. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... Carson Arson. Exactly. Got they, Got that's it. what they call Got it. Look what at can that. I say? Lyrical so, genius as well. So we just figured we're below quota now, so we have a carbon credit to give away. So okay. we figured we'd give it to you. That's so now wonderful. you can you can do it whenever you want. Thanks very much. I appreciate that. There you go, Mr. H. You can put that up on the uh well later. Oh, thanks, Carson. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So we've uh we listened to a couple of tracks. Uh, Travis Scott, we had Alex, we listened to yours. Um do you have a song to play us out? Uh yeah, sure. So here is a song that I made. Nice. Uh, this was for the same assessment that uh, Nirek did his for. Mine is more uh, electronic. Okay. We'll listen to that right at the end. Um, and then maybe next session, if Mr. H and I are still even, you know, on the Relevant. Podcast, or even relevant anymore. <laughs> you guys can maybe talk about um, those pieces. Um, you mentioned the fact that you were obviously uh, producing your own stuff, Tenny. So maybe you can talk about that. Um, I think we'd love to have more music. Um, I, I think Mr. H and I are on the same page. We'd love to have you guys in to talk more about music and to make more connections to, uh, to the school and to really kind of showcase the amazing stuff that the music department is, uh, is doing. Thanks so much, guys, for coming in. It's been awesome. Uh, final words before we listen to that track? Uh, I just want to say real quick, I remember uh, me and Carson, we had a class together last year and I think it was eighth grade. And we were actually talking about this podcast before it was actually a podcast. And I remember we we made it. We made our own podcast uh, in eighth grade. I remember we did a guess the song. Really? So I was wondering if uh, maybe next next episode we could have a little game of guess the song. Great idea. Love it. Yes. Yeah. We got, was, the, we got the thumbs up from the uh, from the boss couch. So we're good. All right. That was that was that must have been what June of of twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two. Back before the podcast room even existed. Back when, back when we were building it. That's how creative, because you're building it in your brains. <laughs> Brilliant. Alex, final words from you. Thought for the day. Take care of yourself. Touch grass. Enjoy the silence.